You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back. Another Thursday episode, joined by Corey. Hi, Corey. What's up? It's off-season, full force, my man. We called it a desert last week. I wonder if that sound, that terrible sound that just happened was in the show. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be all right. Oh, well. We'll take care of it later. Or we won't. I don't know. Off-season's here. It's really been not that bad, though. The XFL's been a good distraction. We talked about that some last week. And now we're starting to get to the point where pieces are starting to move. And people are starting to talk, I guess. So now, like, there was that couple of weeks there where everybody was real quiet. I was guilty of that, too, but... Now, Greg Olson's made a deal in Seattle, and there's been rumblings about Tom Brady. We're starting to get into the news part of the offseason. I think we're, we're just, we're one day under four weeks from the official opening of free agency, and it's start, the ball's starting to roll down the hill. Yeah, this is the time for all the fake rumors that the team's put out. This is, we're going to get all kinds of information here, basically up until leading, you know, the week. Yep. Of the draft, we're going to hear all kinds of stuff. This is the first year that I've paid attention to this level. And it's a, it's amazing how many fake rumors get put out by agents, by owners, by players. Like, they intentionally mislead people. It's like a p- big political game that if you're not hyper-focused on, a casual fan doesn't pay attention to these things. For a very long time, I was just a casual fan. And now, it's pretty obvious that there's a, poli- there's a huge political game here. Like... This thing is deep. Um, one thing that wasn't political, though, I think that the way that Carolina and Greg Olson parted ways was, I thought it was really genuine and sincere. I think good for the Panthers for letting Greg Olson explore free agency, not as a, to explore as an unsigned. He, he didn't have to wait until four weeks from now. With a big dominoes will fall in four weeks. The Panthers gave Greg Olson the opportunity to just go be free. Go look, go shop, find what you want. You're unrestricted in every way. And if you find a deal that you want, you sign the paperwork and you belong to that team. I think it was mutual. I think Greg's he's 35 years old. I don't know if Ian Thomas is the permanent solution in Carolina, but I understand that Rule is the new head coach. It makes me wonder about Cam Newton. That's a different conversation for a different day, but... I understand the idea of moving on, but Greg Olson's not done. Signed a deal with Seattle, could have signed, uh, interviewed with the Bills, the Redskins, the Seahawks, also passed on a Fox opportunity. What do you think about Greg Olson going to Seattle, Corey? Well, real quick, I might be putting you on the spot here, but how did he sign with a team before free agency started? But he, I don't, yeah, I don't know the exact, I guess I don't know. I'm going to get ridiculed at work for this because I don't know the exact definition of yeah, how it Yeah, you're on a football podcast. Idiot. You should know about football. He wasn't on a team. That's how. Oh. He, he was completely without a job and could sign with anyone at any point. That's how. So there's no rules against the team signing somebody off the street right now. They just can't sign a potential free agent. Does that make sense? Yes. So all this talk, that brings up interesting. So... I don't remember the, the name of the rule, but there's a rule where a team cannot talk. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Tom Brady, 
cannot sign with another team for another three and a half or three weeks and six days. Right. And you can't talk to him either, really. But Tom Brady's a free agent right now. I mean, that's just, this is like we're caught in this limbo where he has no contract with the Patriots, but because of tampering rules, that's what it's called, tampering, right. where the, the player can do whatever he wants. The player can talk to any team that he wants to. Technically, it's against the rules for Washington Redskins to make an offer to Tom Brady's agent. Okay. Because of tampering. Okay. Uh, Greg Olson didn't have a team, so tampering didn't apply. Interesting. So that's how it happened. So anyways, uh, I like it. I like him going to Seattle. He's been real productive for the Panthers. Uh, even in the last year or two, he's had some pretty good games. Just imagine what happens when he actually gets a good quarterback like Russell Wilson. Yeah, he needs a franchise. Listen, Cam Newton was a franchise quarterback. Cam Newton was an MVP just a couple of years ago, and I know how you feel about him, and that's all great and fine, and I really agree with most of it. Although I would like him in Indianapolis. Different story. We're not going to talk about Indianapolis today. I'll walk out of this room right now. I'll mute you. Do it. Even. Cam Newton was at one point a franchise quarterback. I agree with what you're saying about Greg Olson, though. He's not done. He's not washed up. He's 35 years old, but he's proven just last year he could still get separation. He could still get open. He could still make big catches. And he's a better than average blocker. He's a better blocker than any of the other tight ends on the Seattle roster. So I like that they are protecting Russell Wilson and giving him a weapon all at the exact same time. The only thing I'm concerned with is that he's 35 years old, and I don't know how it's going to look in week eight or nine. But the, but the, the league is changing. We're seeing these guys who are healthy and that 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 pay attention to it. Greg Olson's a smart man. He's been paying attention to his health. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he's been nicked up and banged and bruised, but I don't think he's done. I do a little bit worry about expecting too much out of him, though. Yeah, he's getting older. He is one of those guys, though. He's a really smart football player. Even without physical attributes, he's going to be a... a Fairly good football player. He's going to be able to get it done. I, I feel like Jack Doyle with the Colts, super smart guy, not the biggest athlete. I could see him being in the league for a long time just because yeah, he is that's a, so that's smart. A, yeah, that's a good comparison. Outside of Greg Olson, there's still more news. But one thing that I thought this was... Is, this is big news. One thing that I thought was huge time-breaking news. Wrong button. Breaking news! One thing that I thought was... Peculiar was that so much news came out of the weight room in the last couple of days. <laughs> Antonio Brown got hit in the head at the gym. He did a big old, he was like bragging about his bench press. <laughs> did you watch the video? Yeah. Yeah, he's like pumped about all this weight that he lifted. And he gets up and something on the machine just didn't work right. <laughs> I don't know what happened. but <laughs> It just came down on his head and took One of the down. parts of the machine that he wasn't using that was supposed to be pinned up fell down and hit him on top of the head. <laughs> First thing that I thought, well, here's, here's Antonio Brown's opportunity. <laughs> Pretend you don't remember anything that happened for the last three years. <laughs> Show up in Pittsburgh to the practice facility tomorrow at 9 a.m. to lift weights. As confused as you possibly could be. <laughs> and beg somebody to tell you what happened in the last three years. You believe you're a Pittsburgh Steeler and you expect your game check on Friday. Okay, that's the best. This is Antonio Brown's way out. <laughs> Claim amnesia and start all over from the start. This oh, is man. it. This is the last chance. We'd have a news article next week that says Antonio Brown shows up to steal his work facility. <laughs> he claims he doesn't know anything. Just show up. Just show up and start practicing or working out. I'm sure you know the access codes, Antonio. Oh, they didn't change him because Antonio Brown left. <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah, but no. that, I mean, this is the most serious news of the week, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a I slow mean, week. I mean, he's a football player. He's getting hit in the head in the gym. It's funny how he stays in the... He's in every freaking episode. Is he? It's kind of getting exhausting. Oh, yeah. But he keeps doing things like getting hit in the head of the gym or yelling at his wife. What's the craziest thing he's done? What's the most outrageous Antonio Brown moment of the year? Um, <laughs> I mean, his last two are pretty big. Well, not the gym thing, but... Um, the sexual harassment with the trainer. What did you say he did to her? Uh-uh. Did you look that up? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, then I'm not saying it right now. But anyways, that's probably the biggest thing. That's why the relationship ended with the Patriots. Yeah, that's what stopped it with the Patriots. I and agree. That's listen, the, the Patriots, if you're a good football player and you can contribute to the team, they're going to keep you around. So it takes a lot, a lot for them to let you go. They'll, it takes a they'll lot. They'll bear through all the storms. If you can help that football team, they'll keep you. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, no. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding, man. They defended his ass Craft? forever. Did you watch? The, you watched the documentary, right? I watched half of it. I need to go back and because I fell asleep on the couch and I yeah, probably yeah. missed. Yeah, yeah, I fell asleep like six times. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, one of the episodes, Robert Kraft. I mean, he walks into the the courtroom and it's an interesting interaction. But Kraft stuck with him through the whole thing. I mean, he was there for the court yeah. court appearance. I mean, it's yeah. nuts. Yeah, good for them. I um, Interesting, we'll go back to this, but there's a Las Vegas rumor that the more I think about, the more it makes sense. We're going to talk about that later. Don't let me forget, because I didn't write it down, but we're going to talk about Vegas in a minute. Remind me of the rumor, and you'll know. You'll figure, you'll figure, you'll figure it out. I don't want to go on about Antonio Brown anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. That's fine. More, But he did play for the Las Vegas Raiders. He did play. Well, they were the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, now the Las Vegas Raiders. We can actually say that now. It's time to say that. More weight room news. Derrick Henry apparently can lift an entire house. Did anybody see just yesterday, I think? So Wednesday, the 19th. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looked real cool in the gym. Yeah, it looked really cool in the gym. It looked like a lot. I didn't. I don't know what a lot of weight is. I, I can't lift a lot of weight. Um, but apparently it was a lot of weight. Our friend Jason, actually, this was a really interesting because before the show today, you and I were talking about this and we thought, well, Hey, wait a minute. Jason lifts a lot of weight. Send the video to Jason and ask him how much weight he really thinks it is because there's like, there's a huge spectrum on Twitter right now of how much weight he was lifting. It doesn't say in the caption or anything, um, which is different by the way than Antonio Brown. When Antonio Brown got hit in the head with the freaking <laughs> equipment, he was bragging about the weight. Derrick Henry's just doing his thing. Here's, oh, what, yeah. here's what Jason had to say about Derrick Henry. He's joining the huddle. So after watching and comparing to the uh, weights that we have here, all the rubber weights that we have, uh, those are a lot thicker. The first two that he puts on both sides are probably 100-pound weights. So just right off the bat, that's 400 pounds on both sides. And if uh, you look at the next two weights next to it, those are uh, comparable to 45-pound weights. So that's an additional four 45-pound weights, which equals 180. So 400 plus 180, we're already at 580. Yeah, then there's also two uh, 10s on both sides. So that's an additional 40. So the 580 plus the 40 plus the bar, which is 45. So what do you think total? Hold on. Let me do the math real quick. I'm in the middle working out. (laughs) So six sixty-five. Holy sh so And he's doing he's doing that effortlessly, which is actually really strong. Now it's not what he's doing is a box deadlift, so it's not the same difficulty as a conventional because conventional is a little bit lower, those handles kind of raise it up. 
but still him only weighing since it's offseason. I know he's only been out of the game for like maybe a month or so, but in that month, I'm sure he hasn't been as strict. So you could easily lose five pounds in that time period. So him doing 665 effortlessly like that is actually really strong. So you're in the gym right now, right? Right. And you're in the gym every day? Yes. Are you impressed by Derrick Henry, a 6'3", 238-pound man lifting that? Yeah, I'm extremely impressed. I mean, that much weight. It would be different if he did it for like one or two times, but he's just kind of doing it, no emotion, and doing it effortlessly for multiple reps. That's what kind of gets me, just lifting 665 off the ground with just his legs and his back multiple times that's just crazy to me how much you're a pretty big guy what how do you what's your like give me your measurables jason so i don't deadlift a whole lot but when i do i'm lucky to do like maybe 405 one time and i'm 190 currently yeah jason looks like a uh, hercules yeah hercules or like (laughs) a like a model somebody you'd see on the you know like kind of victoria's secret has the people in the windows that's who you'd see like abercrombie for jason hey jason you said you looked at you said you looked at patrick mahomes deadlift like because we were talking about him one day what did do you remember what he deadlifts So his trainer said in the article that he was deadlifting 500 pounds kind of for like a one rep max. Okay. So, I mean, which it's hard to compare a quarterback to a running back, obviously, because running backs are supposed to be running over linebackers and linemen. So, but Patrick Mahomes himself being a quarterback, not necessarily supposed to be the strongest guy on the field, still lifting 500 pounds. It just kind of proves how athletic and how strong these NFL players really are. A big thanks to Jason for joining the podcast. Our new Weight room consultant? What do you call that? What do you call him? The Abercrombie I called, him, I called him the Abercrombie of every weight room across America. I like that. Jay, I like Jason. He's a good guy. Jason's a great guy. We just called him out. Or actually, I got him to call me, but he was awesome. He was begging. Like I, he, we just asked him, hey, how much weight is this? And we sent him the video, and he's like, hey, can I call you? I want to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah. Like that fast. Like and we, we didn't even tell him he was on the pod, and he just... he. Even at the end, I had to tell him, but he didn't know the whole time, and he absolutely killed it. So, if you're interested at all, if there's anything that comes up and there's anything that we say that you want to talk about, you can actually call us. We've got a phone number listed on our Twitter handle. You can text us or you can call us, 317-622-8201. The message that you're going to get is kind of jacked up, okay? I'm running everything through a soundboard that I run back into my computer, and I just let's just be honest, I'm not a sound engineer, so it's not perfect. But you can leave me a voicemail. You can leave Corey a voicemail. You can text us. You can do whatever you want to. And yeah, we'll give you a call. If you got something to say, let's, let's join the show. Let's do this now. This is the perfect time to do this. So, and I think it'd be good to bring him back around draft time. Yes. Because after the draft, there's going to be some like top prospects that don't perform well on the bench, you know, some other things. Yeah. And we can say, hey, this is the average. This guy did this. How's it going to yeah, yeah. affect his he'll, football He'll game? be able to help us break down. Okay, you're absolutely right. The combine, he'll be able to help us break down the combine. Yeah. So that's something that we'll we'll look to. And Jason used to play football in uh, high school, so I mean, he'll know what what we're talking about. We'll get it. Jason's a part of the huddle. Huddle up. Huddle up. Thank you, Jason. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Jason underscore Lee one two two two. Rumor is we talked about the the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, that's hard to say. Like, it's easy to say. It rolls off the tongue, but gosh. Las Vegas Raiders. We talked about the Las Vegas Raiders just a few minutes ago. Apparently, they're prepared to offer and Tom Brady $30 million a year. 
on a two-year deal, which I think is the perfect, absolute perfect offer. The news out of this, this is a week, that's a week old. The news here is that just minutes ago, Derek Carr is taken to Instagram and he posted a, a photo of him and Khalil Mack. It looks like the end of a game. I don't know for sure if that's the case, but they were shaking hands and hugging. No caption. Very interesting. Obviously, Khalil Mack plays for Chicago. Obviously, Chicago is kind of trapped in purgatory. Is that what it is? Purgatory. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky is not the long-term answer. Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr's got... That's interesting. That's really interesting. That's Mitchell Trubisky and Derek Carr are really not that different. And my stance has been that I want Mitchell Trubisky to get into a new situation to follow the Ryan Tannehill model. The same may be true for Derek Carr. Wasn't that long ago that Derek Carr was an MVP candidate with the Raiders. Yeah. But it's just not been working. I mean, Derek Carr is one of those guys who basically looks like everything you want in a quarterback. He's had that one really good season. He looked elite. He just hasn't. He hasn't been successful. It could just be he needs a new. He'd be like the perfect candidate for just a new situation. Yeah, he'd be a good candidate for a new situation. I I don't think I don't know what to expect out of Vegas. They haven't been open about this at all. But that's Tom Brady. I'm going. I'm going to renege on something I said a long time ago. Tom Brady makes perfect sense in Vegas. That's a that's the perfect offer. That's the exact offer that I would be looking for if I was him. I'd ask for it all to be guaranteed. I want two years, thirty million a sure. year, fully guaranteed. Absolutely. I think that's a Tom Brady offer. I I could see him going all in and going after him. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, Gruden. If they're going to go after him, it's because Gruden wants him. And I think if he wants him, that makes total sense. Now, if I were the Raiders, I wouldn't pay him that much money. But I would pay him. I'm paying him the money. Would you? I would, he's, well, he's your tier two guy, man. He's if you when and Corey's tier one, all the money, all the years. Corey's tier two, a lot of money, short term deal. That fits Tom Brady perfectly. Right now, I think it fits him. If I were a team, I'd have him as a tier five guy, just somebody I'd pay no, a decent amount. You're of money. wrong. You no, put, no, 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 no. You put Ryan Fitzpatrick in that same tier. I did. You said that Tom Brady and Jacoby Brissett would compete for the starting job. Sure. I think you have a bad assessment of Tom Brady. I, my assessment of Tom Brady is that he's old, so you're not going to get him for a that. long he's time. Old. He's old. Just hear me. Listen. I'm listening. You you can have him for a long time. or I'm sorry. You can pay him a lot of money, but he's not going to be good for a long time. 100%. Okay. So that takes him out of tier one and three. So he's either a tier two, tier four, or tier five. I don't think at this point in his career, he has the ability to do it. Just take over games. I wouldn't pay him for two years because I have a strong feeling that that first year could be a complete disaster because I just don't think he has all the skill he used to. Now, if you're a team bringing him in, and I've used the Colts as an example, and you pay him the money, you're starting him. There's no doubt. That's just the reality of the situation. Now, I've gotten blowback on my where I have him. I said Jacoby and Brady would compete for the starting spot. Well, in reality, it's probably not true, but they should because I don't think Tom Brady is that much of an upgrade from Jacoby. So I think in in my reality, you'd have to make them compete if I was a smart GM. I think physically, you might be right. If you look at the physical parts of Tom Brady and the physical parts of Jacoby. Mentally, though, man, I want the guy who has six championship rings who's been there twice that didn't make it. So we don't talk about those. We don't talk about that. The man's been to the playoffs 
there's a Super Bowl eight times. Is that right? Eight. Yeah, he, he lost twice to one to the both to the Giants. Shoot, it might be more than more than that. But he, he I mean, he's been there the better part of this last twenty years. I want that guy. I want that resolve. We talk about Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and how he was unshakable, how there was no deficit that could keep him, that could put him into a position where he was defeated and could not come back. There was never, never. I mean, I don't think there's a score that could make Patrick Mahomes feel like he's out of the game. That's the same with Tom Brady. I agree. And, that's, and I want that guy. That and, and John Gruden wants that guy. That's why I say he's the perfect fit. I completely agree with everything you just said. He's superior to Jacoby Brissett. Maybe not in athleticism, but his mental uh, maturity, just he's been there. That part of him is leagues above. I just, and I, I think Tom Brady's a better quarterback. I'm just saying they're not far enough apart to where you can't make him compete. That's all I'm saying. If well, you're a smart GM, you would make them compete. I'm telling you, we we got distracted. I liked that. That was good. But we did get distracted from the point. Hey, right? My point was going to be... an asterisk. No. Yeah. I love it. Hit the button. It's perfect. I'll put the button, but it's perfect. Quit saying that you're cutting the segment short. Don't I'm, say Don't say we're moving on. Just just move it on. Okay. You're right. Don't say we've, we went off track. Just say we're moving on. Okay. You're right. You're right. I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about how Brady's going to collect all these offers and bring them back to the Patriots. Okay. Bill. Bobby. Bobby Kraft. This is what I'm getting on the free market. I like working with you guys. Know what to expect. You know what to expect. I want this much money and I want you to do this. There are two things that have to happen because I believe that there's going to be some combination of money and the ability to win another Super Bowl. That's what it takes. All the money is not enough. A Super Bowl with no money is not enough. It takes both together this time. And so I'm wondering, this is what I was mentioning before about Antonio Brown. What if Tom Brady went to the Raiders and said, hey, I want you to give Antonio Brown another shot and I want you to pay me $60 million for two years guaranteed. But this time Antonio Brown's not living at my house. You're buying an apartment for him. I mean, is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Well, yeah. Well, the, the, Tom fostered Antonio Brown. So Tom understands him. And sure. Tom was pretty upset when they let him go. I'm not like trying to, I don't want to get lost on this here, but that's a situation that wouldn't be completely insane that not a lot of people could get away with that I think Tom Brady could. And if Tom is actually legitimately concerned for AB and AB wants to get back in, I don't know that that's going to happen. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Well, you know what? I was thinking about this with the way everything's gone with AB. I wouldn't put it out of the question. This, I mean, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. The question I would ask you is if, do you think the Raiders could win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady as their quarterback in the next two years? With Anto- with Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, they could win a Super Bowl. With just Tom Brady, no Antonio Brown. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I so, and, and, and I say that, but I want to make it really clear because I don't want to get raked over the coals for this. I'm not saying that Antonio Brown's ready to come back to football. I'm not saying that he's going to be the difference maker, but I'm saying that with the mind of Antonio, with the mind of Tom Brady, I'm sorry, and the physicality, if that's a word, of Antonio Brown, if we can fix these other issues, yes, I think that's a super, that's, and with John Gruden. Sure. Yes. So it, it takes all those things together to make that. If that's not going to happen, then you're, then Tom Brady's not interested in Vegas. 
the reason I asked you that question is just with your logic, you got to think Tom Brady, he wants to go somewhere where he wants to win a Super Bowl, like you said. If you don't think they can win with just Tom Brady, he doesn't know if he can get Antonio Brown right now. Let's leave that out. Does he think he can win a Super Bowl there if you don't? That's, that's the why, question. That's why I asked you that question. That's the question. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.